Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome. Welcome to the Museum of Comedy. Give us a cheer if you listen to the podcast. Okay, that's that's how these shows seem to go at the Museum of Comedy, and that's nice. Give us a cheer if you've never listened to the podcast and you're just taking a punt. Hello. Are you just sat there thinking, who the fuck are these women? (laughs) And what are they doing? You live in Belgium. Oh, they famously don't get podcasts in Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you for being yeah. with us. I hope we can convert you to the way of the drunk women. Um, it's not a very hard conversion. Would you like some alcohol? <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I, w- I would. Um, <laughs> Katie. This is where a rum punch meets a barroom brawl. Ooh. This is where a frozen sangria meets a body in the freezer. Ooh. <laughs> I really appreciate your sound effects. <laughs> um, and this is where a passion fruit martini meets a crème de pierre. <laughs> I tried to go French. Crème de passion. Ah, oui, oui. Oh, I snorted at your French. <laughs> As everyone knows, I am um, bilingual. This is a true crow podcast with a twist. Oh, right. Hooray. <laughs> Without further ado, it gives me great pleasure to introduce our fantastic guest, Mary O'Connell. Yay, Mary! Mary! Mary, welcome. Hey. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. We've we've very well. We're doing a live show. (laughs) (laughs) Mary, we got one question. Have you ever been the victim of a crime? I have actually. (gasps) Go on. Okay, so. I was I was at this sort of like rave for under 18 year olds. Mm. Um, it wasn't cool. That's called daycare. <laughs> <laughs> it was I don't know I don't know why I was there. I was under 18, I guess that's why. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I got pickpocketed and oh. they stole my purse, which had basically I didn't care that much about the purse. But I had this Oyster card holder that was really precious to me because um, at my school, one day in P2, 
PSHE or like just like the day where like they teach you about sex and drugs and stuff like I remember was, it very well yeah yeah, yeah. That was oh, a good yeah. Day. that special day at school <laughs> and I went to school in North London so they were like they're gonna do drugs like we might as well just like <laughs> <laughs> tell them who we might trust. as well just like educate them about the drugs like <laughs> rather than prevent dealer. it this is a bad yeah. dealer <laughs> you get a discount if you go to Phil <laughs> <laughs> school discount there was like <laughs> <laughs> It's the best place to buy them. It really is. <laughs> but they had these Oyster card holders, which had the sort of iPhone home screen. But instead of apps, they had different drugs. And I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, that's great. They're trying to educate you. Look out. And you're like, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> sort of a to-do list. <laughs> Very nice. I did them. I did do them. <laughs> 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 so they took that and I've never been able to get another one of its likeness no. any suspects do you have a, a sense of who might have done it so there was a guy who I thought I was dancing with <laughs> <laughs> but I think he was just robbing me <laughs> I'm sort of slightly worried about that for my first dance with my fiance. He's <laughs> <laughs> like the long game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We haven't done a prenup. <laughs> That's one of the sad, <laughs> sweetest sentences I've ever heard in my life. I thought I was dancing with him. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's not scarred me. I trust men. <laughs> <laughs> also though if you're going out on the rob and you're a pickpocket and you think to yourself I know who has loads of money it's the under 18s under isn't 18s. it <laughs> I was, I'm, yeah I'm in the mood for some pocket money tonight to, to be no. fair if they're out buying drugs they just got to get them at the right time <laughs> very true yes pre-drugs as it's known pre-exchange I guess you have to practice you have to start somewhere I've got dreams. <laughs> dreams I, I feel like everything I say reveals I've never bought drugs. <laughs> 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 wow. Guys, I shot up some weed the other day. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what you call it, right? <laughs> okay, so this guy that was just rubbing up against you, you think he, he took the purse? Yeah. So you didn't have much money in there. You just had this badass oyster card holder. Yeah. How it's much money did the Oyster card have on it? Oh, oh I don't mm. I think it was probably nothing because you could get on the bus for free at that age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I couldn't get home after the night. Like, I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to get home? I don't know any other way. Um, so what happened? Mom, me and my friend got a taxi and because um, I think they took my phone as well. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, <laughs> about that, it was a shit. It was before like smartphones. It was just like a bad one, so I, it's not oh, in my okay. memory. Um, <laughs> but yeah, me and my friend got a taxi to mine, and then my dad paid for the taxi because we had no money. Love that. Yeah. Love being a teenager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess I guess I'm a teenager now. <laughs> dad, hi, safety net. I'm home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You said that like you still say that. <laughs> we always ask everyone, what would you say if you had the perp now, like in custody? He, he, you know, he's trapped. You can do what you want, say what you want. What mm -hmm. would you say to this evil, the scumbag? <laughs> yeah. Do you still have my oyster card? Because <laughs> I'll forgive you if you just give it back. Yeah, closure. <laughs> we ex we accept your answer. The um, movie version might be, only might be, yeah. be like, this is how you dance, and you just punch <laughs> him in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Do you know what's funny? I'm sorry, this is totally off piece. It's just a handbrake turn, but so many people have horizontal black and white stripes. It's it's sort of it's almost like an old school prison theme <laughs> going on. I don't know if you all know each other, and there was like an email going around. It's fantastic. Look, you too. I didn't even notice this one. There's so many. one, two, three. It's it's very on trend. Sit. There's at least six, and so it was worth saying. <laughs> Okay, we are now going to get to the point of the podcast where we discuss a true crime. True crime. Crime. Yeah. Crime. 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 It's true crime. 
Okay, okay. I'm going to start this case at the point when a woman enters an office with her hands in a muff. <laughs> yeah. Now, tell me interested. It is a it is a fur muff. Get your minds out of the gutter. <laughs> that doesn't uh, take me out of the gutter at all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so it's 5pm on the 16th of March, 1914, and we are in France. Bonjour. Ooh, we get more French, yay. <laughs> That's like the most popular time for muffs as well, isn't it? It was, it really yeah. was. The 5pm muff. <laughs> I know fashion. <laughs> there's the 5 o'clock shadow, there's the 5pm muff. Okay, so without any other information, my first question is, what type of office has she entered and what does she do next? Oh, where well, would I go if I had a muff? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're working 9 to 5. What a, what a way to make a living. So, <laughs> I'm thinking they're working in uh, a Dolly Parton-themed office, which isn't quite as fun as Dollywood, but it's getting there. So, I think it's a um, country and western-themed office, and they deal with big hats and songs about your mama. Okay. <laughs> Is that country and western? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh-huh. my, that's any, my guess. Any advance on that, guys? I think it's a PR office. Ooh, okay. Ooh. And she's gone in there to complain that their sales are really bad. Ooh. And they've got to do something about it. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Taylor? I like that thinking. So she's in France. She's... When were muffs in fashion? Well, we know it's 1914, because I've told you. Okay. Which is two years after... (laughs) (laughs) Is it... It's a type of office... Is it a newspaper? <gasps> ding, ding, ding. Oh, Whoa. no yes. way. I'm never right. I don't even listen. <laughs> oh. Also, I realise now I totally didn't listen because <laughs> I, d- like, I just realised, like, has anyone ever heard, like, French country and western? <laughs> that's just like, that's not a thing, is it? Never. <laughs> <laughs> you stopped listening after I said 5pm and you're yeah. like, uh-huh. Um, Ask your mind. I don't know enough French. <laughs> okay, so yes, yeah, so she's come to see a journalist. This is the offices of Le Figaro, which is a newspaper. And she's come to see a man called Gaston Calmet. Uh, but nice. he, she is told that he is away and he will return within an hour. So she sits down to wait. Um, now oh, I'm... waiting with a muff is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like it's it's hot in there. <laughs> owned a muff I had a muff as a kid just I mean it was sort of like a costume <laughs> she's very early developer <laughs> <laughs> oh the double entendre fun. no like oh a real God. a real fake muff I had and it's yeah. it's just really hot and sweaty in there so I'm just thinking like is she yeah. still she'll well you know has she it's, demuffed it's March. oh she might have demuffed do you know what We're, you're gonna find out about this muff in a minute okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you a bit more about this woman she's a Parisian socialite called Henriette Calliou oh uh, she oui, was oui. born in 1874 and at this point in her life she's 40 years old now the the journalist that she's come to see returns at 6 p.m he agrees to see her and he's come back with his friend who is a novelist called paul Berg- burgett and paul is <laughs> pronounced a baguette <laughs> <laughs> i presume i don't know it's b-o-u-r-g-e-t um you know what we're gonna Offensive Paul Baguette. people. Paul, Paul Baguette. <laughs> Do you know what? In English, it's Paul Bread. Let's just call him what he is. <laughs> yeah. Why are we trying to be so fancy? Yeah. <laughs> and um, Paul is surprised, uh, this novelist guy, is surprised that this journalist agrees to see her. Okay. So Henriette enters his office and she says, you know why I have come? <gasps> and he replies, not at all, madame. <gasps> uh, what happens next will amaze you. Question. <laughs> <laughs> What happens next? Oh, oh my god, I love this! Like, <laughs> like, yeah, this, this. Oh my god, what happens? You know, I am here, not at all, madame. And there's, there's a witness here too, right? So it can't be like anything crazy. Well, she's got to be getting revenge. Revenge? Oh, she has to be revenge. That's a good guess. You, any advance on that, you guys? On revenge. <laughs> um, or revenge. Is it something to do with the piscine? <laughs> <laughs> the only other word. Or I, just an advance on that, limonade. 
<laughs> so she's she's come to the fucking she's gone to a journalist. She's obviously got a story to break. She's a socialite. She's got a muff. <laughs> we know that she's forty, which in the nineteen fourteen that's like eighty. So she's got like a kind of she's got something to tell. So I think it's something to do with a politician. Mm. Okay, so we've got revenge. We've got something to do with a politician. Does she slap him across the face? <gasps> do you know what? In a way, you are all right. <laughs> that cannot be true. Look, it has, You're too some, generous, it has something to do with a politician. <gasps> it has oh. something to do with revenge. Revenge. It's, revenge. it's not a slap, <laughs> but it is an act of violence. She shoots him. Whoa! Whoa. That's way worse. I cannot believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine him like Towie if every time someone slaps someone they shot him in the face? <laughs> I'd watch I'd watch it. ITV2, if you're listening, I'd watch it. I know. Wow! <laughs> I'll tell you, she was hiding a gun in her big fur muff. <gasps> oh! Okay. Oh, shit, back to the muff. Yeah. <laughs> So she really did sit there with her hands in, in there the for, an hour. for an hour. I bet the gun was so sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it would have slipped out of my yeah. hand as I went to do it. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No. Fuck you. Oh, no. oh. So much could have gone Nothing wrong. worse than embarrassment with a gun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, does he die? Yes. So she <laughs> shot him. Straight on. Who gets a shit? He's dead. She shot him with a, a gun called a Browning Automatic. Uh, six times in rapid succession. He fell to the floor, clutching his abdomen. He died six hours later. So this is a murder. Six hours later? Yeah. She's a terrible yeah. shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe cut name. that out. I don't know. Just one for, <laughs> just one for the live crowd. Maybe. <laughs> Do you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like six shots and he dies six hours later. Yeah. In 1914. Yeah. Um, Somebody's s- paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if at any point we get any... Tell us. Yeah. Because yeah. we're These like... These are our spotters. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. Like for athletics, but with facts. <laughs> like so for athletics. Who does yeah. like who spotters? spotters? I think they do, I think they like do it coaches for coaches and stuff. Oh, I thought they do it for like weightlifting and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Would well, yeah. you have to have someone to spot you to for check, just performance, tell me and right? I'll hand it to you oh, next time. Yeah. Like, We're just having chats amongst ourselves, guys. I really don't mind. We've split into breakout groups. They're talking about something else. <laughs> um, female workplace. Um, so, but how are we going to market Teflon? <laughs> Why would a happily married socialite go and kill a journalist? Well, let's find out. Okay, so did, just uh, did you type? Well, let's find out. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! I'll give you a bit of background. Henriette married her first husband, Leo Claretti. A writer who was 12 years older than her. I thought you were going to say 12 years old. I thought you were going to say 12. I was like, you know what? 12 years older, I can take. But like a writer that's 12, like that would be (laughs) shit writing, (laughs) wouldn't it? Like, oh, imagine. Oh, you saw a flower. Fuck you. A la... (laughs) Nous buvons au limonade. A la piscine avec toi. So she married him when she was 19 in 1893 and they had two kids, but the marriage was not a success. Uh, She later said that bad feelings unexpectedly arose. Our characters did not compliment one another. On several occasions, I was at the point of breaking off the union, but I had two children and so for them I waited. So she waits until 1907 before she starts having an affair, which is pretty respectful. Do you know what? Good girl. Yeah. Yeah. Wait until until the kids are in secondary school and then fuck about. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. Where's your fiancé, Hannah? (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah. That first day of secondary school. You you won't. She'll be on Tinder. (laughs) Um, Now, the man she has an affair with is called Joseph Caliu. He is also married to someone else. I like that, though. That's fair. Yeah. Isn't it? You know, if you're going to have an affair, have an affair with another person yeah. who's having an affair. <laughs> because that doesn't make it an affair. <laughs> Again, take note, my fiance. <laughs> <Just make it. laughs> this is Hannah wants to do wife swapping. <laughs> oh, shit, isn't it? So, this guy, because you, you sort of touched on this earlier, he is in politics. Okay. Uh, the guy she has an affair with. Oh, so, okay. Joseph is Minister of Finance in the French government. Uh, now, in 1908, Henriette divorces Leo the writer, but Joseph does not divorce his wife. And then, on the 27th of June, 1911, something happens. Question, what happens? 
a pre-Titanic party. (laughs) (laughs) The ship will never sink. The ship will never sink. The ship will never sink. What's the date again? It's the 27th of June, 1911. Take it away, Mary. Okay. (laughs) I got nothing. I really... I do. That'll do. Yeah. Is it something personal or is it something like like France wide? You know what? Both, but France wide. Oh. France wide. When was the Eiffel Tower made? Before then. <laughs> then I, don't, I don't know about places. <laughs> I'm not good Perhaps with them. Perhaps someone went up it that day. <laughs> Did um, he say yes to the divorce? Because you said that he said no to the divorce. And I didn't realise one party can just say no to a divorce. Oh, maybe she, oh. she died in a mysterious way, the other wife. The, no, that's, oh. that's a good guess. Any advance on that? No, I want that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, what happens is there's an election and Joseph becomes the Prime Minister of France. Oh! oh. He was about to leave his wife and oh. then he's like, oh, but now I'm the Prime Minister. Oh, uh, like a Melania factor. thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. That's a good, that is a good equivalent. It didn't hurt Boris though, did it? You didn't give a shit. Oh, I'm just gonna, he didn't yeah. care. Yeah, I'm just going to... Oh, I've got six or seven kids, I don't know. Um, He's got way less evangelicals to worry about. Yeah, he didn't even <laughs> fucking wait till secondary school to have his affairs. <laughs> now, that is, that, that's scummy. That's, yeah. I wouldn't do that. I'm yeah. waiting. That's <laughs> the line. Uh, um, now, from what I can gather... Uh, Joseph seems to be a bit of a Marmite prime minister. You either love him or hate him or use him as a secret ingredient in vegan stews. <laughs> I didn't know that about vegan stews. No, it's like everything with this book. <laughs> we got life hacks galore. So now lots of people in France are upset because he's being too nice to Germany. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this scandal because he actually does leave the wife. And then he so he waits till his, he's in office, he raises the stakes, and then he does it. That's yeah. a stupid. I don't know if he move. thinks like, well, now I've got all the power. They can't not elect me because I'm I'm in. Now I can fuck about. I, I don't know. Oh. Also, oh. I don't give a shit really what politicians do in their home lives if yeah. they are doing right by the country and right yeah. by the people and right by the sort of most vulnerable in society. But when they don't do either. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Boris. <laughs> I mean, do you know what I mean? It's kind of like we can't even get fucking petrol. Uh, <laughs> do you know entirely, like literally, I'm going away for the weekend and we might not be able to get petrol. So <laughs> it's entirely selfish. Um, I don't have a car because I can't afford an electric car. But, um, but yeah, no, what I'm saying is fuck Boris, that went well. So... <laughs> But yeah, sorry, what I'm saying is I think this this Prime Minister, yeah. if he's a good Prime Minister, then let him yeah. get a divorce. I mean, if you know, might not be. If you Hefner was going to have an NHS, we'd vote for... Anyway, whatever I'm talking about. <laughs> I want to see Hugh Hefner's <laughs> NHS. <laughs> the National wow. Health... The National Health Service. <laughs> yes. Let's, let's... Those nurses' uniforms are different. <laughs> Oh my god! It's just a face mask. (laughs) I feel so much cooler now. Don't get overheated at all. (laughs) Oh wow. The logo would be fan fucking tastic. (laughs) And like all the men would be really healthy and all the women would be really cold. (laughs) Drunk women solving crime. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So, fun fact this couple now together that get married in 1911. And he's still in office, so he just shuffles he, her right in. Yeah, and muff and, and all. <laughs> yeah. She's this woman perpetually has a muff now for me. <laughs> like, even when she's in the shower, she's her hands in the muff. She's got a pick of the muff. So their joint assets uh, are worth around 1.5 million francs, placing them among, among, amongst France's wealthiest <laughs> couples. What's that in euros today? <laughs> no, we have a, a rule on this podcast that we just, <laughs> we just don't do math. <laughs> We have a saying, and that saying is, maths is impossible. Um, we feel bad about being a stereotype, but it's where we are. I understand. I get it. It's like a lot of, a lot of francs, or a lot of euros. Yeah, it's yeah. like loads. Um, uh, guys, actually, I can do maths, so it's, like, it's a lot. Now, this whole, like, let's be nice to Germany attitude of Joseph's is causing big problems for him. And he has another scandal that he's been sort of secretly negotiating with Germany without full permission. Um, and he gets accused of being a pacifist in 1913 because he opposes conscription. Oh, what, a, what a dick. Have a war. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking wimpy wanker. Yeah, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> kill hundreds of thousands of men, why don't you? Like, come on. Yeah. So there is a negative press campaign against him, and the critics are severe. And there's a lot of smear campaigns, obviously, by political rivals. Mailed. I was just trying to think of <laughs> bad a, a murder campaign. <laughs> it was a murder campaign. No, oh God. Um, so the... Oh, yeah, um, a smear campaign. I get it. We were there. We were there together. The, the, so now, Louis Barthou and Raymond Poincare obtain letters that he has written. Are we supposed to know who they are? No. <laughs> and actually, I'm not sure why I bothered proving I can't say more names. Um, <laughs> So they obtain letters <laughs> that he's written and they pass these letters along to none other than none the other journalist than. Gaston Calmette at oh, the La Figaro. Gaston, who's been shot in the face, which is not... Yeah, no, in the abdomen, but yes. In um, the abdomen. Yeah, now... I I'm just sure you said in the face. I said in the chest six oh, times and he, oh. he falls to the ground clutching his abdomen. No abdomen. wonder you were, cons- like, you were like, he died six hours late. He had six <laughs> shots to the face. <laughs> <laughs> died instantly so what was to the face I'm Nothing. sure we were talking about something going in your face it might have been the muff it depends how this ends alright alright now sorry I'm sorry I, I must fill you in that journalist etiquette at this time dictated that the letters would not be published but these guys are going off book because they are so pissed off with old Joseph. So they're like, to hell with etiquette this is war we need to disgrace this because guy because something personal like that was not yeah. That's unethical? Yeah, I think... There's like, ethical journalism I, well, at a time. I, I think posh people were above certain things happening to them. Okay. So it was just bad, bad etiquette. I don't want to stereotype a whole country, but I think France quite likes etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> so that, you know, they will follow the rules Burn. of, you know, politeness <laughs> and civility. And okay. there's, you know, there are rules and structures, whatever. And mm. he's posh, so they're... They get to have nice things and not be slagged off in the newspapers. If they say this is war, damn it, and in French that would be, <laughs> yes, please, yes, mm. please, Come on. c'est alors, c'est une guerre. <laughs> not bad. Oh. I googled war. <laughs> Google Translate. As bon we bon. all know, I am sorry, messy. <laughs> I'm fluent. I'm bilingual. Now. The first and letter. the American praised it. I'm like, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> spot on. Le spot. The first letter that gets published seems to suggest that the improprieties that he committed were he publicly said he wasn't going to do this tax bill, but then privately he supported the tax bill. So that's not too bad. But that's just what all politicians do. Yeah. Like, yeah you don't need a letter for that, do you? No. Just, I know, but so that's the first, that's kind of like the warning shot. Okay, okay. The other letters are letter, love letters, basically, Ooh, that la they've la. been writing to each other while they were married to other people. Um, but even that tax letter severely tarnished his reputation and caused loads of upheaval. Imagine accidentally sending the tax letter instead of the sex letter. like, <laughs> <laughs> What? Um, <laughs> so they want to. Could have had a rebate all this time? <laughs> 
wasted my time masturbating over his letters. <laughs> Could have written that off. <laughs> I'm of a certain age now. <laughs> Smart taxes is a lot more titillating than anything else. So they intend to publish these love letters. Now, I don't know if these letters are going to be like embarrassing nicknames or just full of filth. But either way, they do not want them published. So Henriette makes a plan. And her first plan is that her husband should challenge Calmet, the journalist, to a duel. But she eventually rejects this plan. He's prime minister. He can't just be dueling, like, <laughs> the, the residents. That's, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. And yet, I feel like that's exactly what this country needs right now. <laughs> Don't we need to shake shit up with a duel? <laughs> like, <laughs> Choose your own weapon. Like, it doesn't even have to be a sword. Just bring one, Bring a fucking toaster. <laughs> and just cane the other guy over the head. This is what we need. Also, like, and I'm sorry to bring this image back into all of your heads, but I was kind of like, you know, like, oh, who cares if they see some sort of, you know, some slightly romantic letters that you've written. Like, so fucking what, really? I know it's like infidelity and that's not good, but... And then I remember the fucking Matt Hancock video. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> And that's the equivalent, right? That those letters are the Matt Hancock video yeah. of their time. You're right. Wait, oh are they God. are they both fit? Oh, this that's... changes everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Mary's here right to below. ask the important questions. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good. If they're question. fit, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? I'm not sure. They've got, Katie, do they've, your research. They've got enough money to to get. To they're get probably fit. fit. They're probably they fit. Can, they can buy fancy stuff. That just means they haven't got, like, <laughs> malnutrition <laughs> at that time. You can't really... They've got most of their teeth. Look at... Um, pretty hot. Um, yeah. Look at her skin all free of holes. <laughs> I can run my hand across it without my fingers falling into a crevasse. <laughs> She has crevasse in the right places, <laughs> not the wrong ones. Is, is everyone getting hot? <laughs> I there was a woman just down there that sort of <laughs> just shook her head a little bit, and you're quite right too. You are quite right too. No, um, actually, no. no. So, as Mary said, he can't just go around dueling his constituents. Sure. Um, so she needs a new plan, and her new plan is to sacrifice herself. What? So well, in this in this way that we're that obviously we. I feel like she's a drama queen. <laughs> I mean, that is, you enough. can certainly levy that that against her. What, um, the woman that shot a man six times in the abdomen <laughs> is a drama queen? Is this the same person? I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm just going to ask my friends down here. Was that the same person? <laughs> it's the same person. The joke worked, guys. Maybe, maybe it didn't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one. You know, when you have to find your husband's keys and then you have to shoot your husband's rivals <laughs> very I am much exhausted in the, yeah. there's no room for self care in here <laughs> exactly so as we know she shoots him six times in the office before he has a chance to publish I thought he got shot in the abdomen can we just clear this <laughs> it's like she hasn't really read this at all <laughs> He bled from the office then, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Ever so. shoot a man in the office. So she's there, she shoots him in the... <laughs> in the place where we've discussed. <laughs> and before he can publish her sex fantasy about hot air balloon or whatever. He <laughs> that was a bit too specific. Was it? <laughs> Hang on a minute, what's, what's this sex what, fantasy? Oh, just, that's that's going to pop. This, there's nothing. Oh, it's, it's just fine. It's, there's not. It's fine. David, just remember, we keep selling out. 
Mary, well, that beautiful moment of, it's gonna go! <laughs> Sorry, Katie, we've done... <laughs> Do you know what? I need a fucking drink, can I? Um, Ooh, Katie, well, it's sorry. on the floor. You're going to have to yeah. lap it up. Uh, also, the irony is this is actually the prize for the uh, person who comes up with the list You've of You've done it again! I've opened it. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. You've done it again. <laughs> There's another one down there. For anyone listening okay. at home, you just can't beat the energy of a live show. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm so pleased no one was hurt. Go on. Now, my question is... The Belgian woman is not at all sure, by the way. (laughs) I'm just going to give a a little mid-show update. She's like... "Mm, Don't know. Don't know. Are you staying for the second show? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for safety reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a shame. Katie... Kate, go on. Back to the muff. My, <laughs> my question is, did she try and escape or hand herself in? When she shot him? Yes. You said sacrifice. I did. So I feel like she's not going to put up a fight. Well, look at you paying attention all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. We might die at any minute. <laughs> okay, so you think she stays, oh. turns herself in? Uh, Do you guys think she runs, Mary and Hannah? I think she runs okay. because that seems to be like the socialite way. <laughs> Yeah. From like a bar tab, or like okay, yeah, everything. I, yeah, I think though, if you're making a political statement, yeah, do you not want to stay there and make it? Okay, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so go the whole. Although she's only just stopping some sexy letters getting out, it's not much of a political statement. Yeah, is that right? If I followed, okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> but she has killed a guy. Yeah, yeah she has. Like, that's the thing. Six hours later. Uh, <laughs> Like, who knows what he's um, doing now? He's like, oh, I've been hit in the office. (laughs) She hit me where it really hurt in the office. I've still got time to proofread those letters. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how we work at Figaro. (laughs) I really was paying attention. Figaro, I remember that. Wow. I'm just Um, trying to praise myself day to day, hour by hour. So... She does not attempt to escape. She doesn't. No. And Her hand's still in the muff. <laughs> I mean, I don't what? Know, I don't know where they <laughs> yeah, are. I love at this point. Hands up. Absolutely not. <laughs> toasty warm. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other office workers quickly summoned a doctor and the police. Uh, fun fact: She refused to be transported to the headquarters in a police van, insisting on being driven there by her own chauffeur in the car. That That's was classy. Out. Yeah. Yes. They um, didn't. Do you know? Do you know when Naomi Campbell like threw that phone at a person, <laughs> and then she got that T-shirt that was like, "I threw a phone at a person." <laughs> it was something like that. It didn't say that exactly. Yeah. I was like, you know what? That's cool. I don't care. <laughs> I'd let Naomi Campbell slap me in the face. <laughs> um, but yeah, the police agreed to this. Incredibly. <gasps> Uh, she's that posh. Siri, show me an example of privilege. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the police uh, let her be chauffeured and then they formally charge her when she reaches the headquarters. Her trial took place on, in July 1914 and it was claimed that reporters had paid as much as 200 This says dollars. I got this from very different sources. $200 for their seats in the courtroom. Uh, Henriette was defended in court by a prominent attorney called Fernand Labori. She does not deny the crime. So, question, what do you think the defence is? Oh, so she says she's done it, but she's trying to defend the fact that she shot a guy six times. How how does she defend murder? Can you plead revenge? (laughs) Excellent guess. Excellent guess. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't mean to. My hand slipped because it was so sweaty. So we have accident from the audience. What man in this courtroom have worn a muff and put their hands in it for a full hour? None of you. Any advance on revenge, you guys? I'd like to beat revenge. I had to be in revenge. Maybe she was like, the guy like whistled all the time. It was really <laughs> fucking annoying. Did she just go for something that's like, that, that everyone will agree with? Yeah, that everyone kind of like, oh, he fucking. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, fucking shoot. shoot like, him. we're allowed to just shoot whistlers now. <laughs> I mean, hey, are we I not? Kate, Kate said it, not me. Um, okay, it's crime of passion. Oh. Or crime de passion. <laughs> 
Um, in other words, revenge. We're, we're incorporating revenge. Um, crime turns into clem. <laughs> Cream <No>. of passion. <laughs> we would try that cocktail, though. Now, this lawyer guy tries to persuade the jury that her crime was not pre- a premeditated act, but that her uncontrollable female emotions... Yeah! Resulted in a yeah, mixed bag. We've got them. We've got those emotions um, <laughs> in a crime of passion. Don't pretend you don't have them. No, I'm <laughs> now, according to the New York Times, that's why you shouldn't keep a gun in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the, I could go off at any time in any man's office. <laughs> the testimony shifted back and forth between literary and scientific images. So they were trying to make her appear a heroine of uncontrollable emotions to the jury, but a victim of deterministic laws to the experts. Now, this trial lasted seven days, and in less than an hour of deliberation, a verdict is decided by the jury. The jury are all men, obviously. Obviously. Um, thank, thankfully, is what she meant so to say. <laughs> <laughs> Good men are deciding this woman's fate. So my Good, question is, what is the verdict? I just, just quickly, I find it funny that we wouldn't have 12 men in this room, which is hilarious. We couldn't make a jury. <laughs> so thank you, the men that are here. Uh, but you couldn't send any of us to our death. So. Um, <laughs> I think... Almost... Almost, yeah. Almost. Yeah, I mean, she's got to be found guilty, hasn't she? So guilty. Yeah, but I do love it. I love it when... Because she's kind of using sexism for her own gains, isn't she? Yeah. She's kind of going like, oh, if I say I'm hysterical, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like that, that scene in Parks and Rec when Leslie Nope is kind of like, oh, my God, I'm like a lady, and I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's that. And actually, I kind of... I, okay, no. She gets off. I hope she gets off. She gets off. She gets off scot-free and she shoots loads of people in the face. And <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thing now. It's like a socialite thing. It's fun. Yeah. Okay, you guys? I think she also gets off okay. because the men would be like, oh, silly woman. She didn't know what she was doing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, there was no... She couldn't have had a plan. Women can't plan. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bitches be crazy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Say that in French. <laughs> Is is Bitches, be, no. do they have a spare? <laughs> do they have like an old dusty guillotine lying around? Uh, is there still the death I, penalty I in France? Or was it brought back for the war? Mm, Maybe it or had brought gone. back for this bitch. Some, some, we'll Google <laughs> um, that. Uh, I think she's found guilty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. I can now reveal she goes free. Yeah! Oh! Yes! Yeah. Oh my God, like, if you're on your period, you can shoot a guy, guys. <laughs> that is what we've learned tonight. It is the ultimate getting out of PE. Make sure you're rich. <laughs> getting out of PE. <laughs> I remember I used that excuse for years before I got my period. It was amazing. I didn't get my period until I was about, like, 15. You were like, seven going, I can't do yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, I can't do something today. Um, wow. She gets Okay. The belief that women were not as strong emotionally as men resulted in her acquittal. Uh, the the all-male jury decided the homicide was committed without premeditation of criminal intent. The jurors accepted... More like premenstruation, <laughs> am I right? She was a temporary victim of unbridled female passion. Um... So, you know, I've got to say, though, we have, we've been doing this podcast for, like, three years, and I do feel like this might be the first case that a woman has benefited from misogyny without it actually backfiring on her in some kind of Twilight Zone twist <laughs> where she still dies. Um, and all she had to do was be super rich and powerful. So <laughs> That's It's a funny formula. But yeah. at least she still walks away very insulted. <laughs> She didn't walk away. Her chauffeur picked her up. Right. right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Drove her away. <laughs> but, yeah. Do I have to walk to the stand? Could I get a lift <laughs> to the stand? Can she still be like the prime minister's wife now? I mean, that's She's a murderess. A great question, actually. Oh, yeah. Do they? Um, great question. Because, yeah. you know, she Mary. lives happily ever after, but he, not so much. Um, because what does happen is the opposition against his government... Well, so he's trying to... He wants peace and stuff. But That's not going to happen. <laughs> but, but yeah, so everyone's like, well, you're being... I'm a pacifist unless my wife shoots someone. 
Well, basically, because he's been too, he's been trying to be nice to Germany, and then there's obviously the war, and then the the government that comes in, anyone that was like him, basically, well, they they clamped down on dissent. So he was arrested for treason, um, and he was tried in 1920, and he was acquitted on the treason charges, but he was convicted of corresponding with Germany during the war, and then he was banished. Was Germany his mistress? Like, <laughs> 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 send her some. Filth, I tell you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Unsolicited, I might add. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was very graphic. Um, but the he was banished from France and deprived mm. of his civil rights for 10 years, but then he was allowed to come back. Whereas Henriette... Uh, became a student at the Ecole de Louvre and completed a thesis on the sculptor Jules Dalou. Uh, she was awarded a diploma and she published a book on him in 1935. You shouldn't write books when you're a murderer. That's not... <laughs> I know. I don't, I don't think she should have a profitable life. <laughs> I know. She, re- she properly ran off into the sunset and then she died um, in January 1943. Wowzers. Wow. Yeah. That was a journey. Well, Le journey. Let, let's raise a glass. <laughs> let's raise a glass. I can't wait to like get out of a parking ticket by saying it's because of like um, (laughs) a crime of passion. It's a crime of passion, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I really wanted to pick up my fish and chips. (laughs) Really in love when I parked. I just had to park. Now, we have an audience crime from Nadia. Nadia, do you want to come up here and read us your crime? Nadia. As Nadia watched the microphone, I just want to say she has had a packet of Thai Thai red curry like crisps in her hand the whole time, and she has not eaten them out of fucking respect for us. So thank you. Oh my god, yes, Nadia. Sorry, and please. Whereas we have injured the audience. Yeah, we threw shit at people. Quite embarrassing now. (laughs) Dear drunk woman, in year four, um, we had to do a project about animals. I chose a fox. Um, My mum took me to the Natural History Museum and everything, and I did all my research. And then my friend hadn't done hers, and she copied mine. And then when she handed it in, she got top marks, and I was made to do it again, told that I copied her. Wow, this is outrageous. 25 years later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Nadi, can I first just say I'm sorry? Thank you. uh, Oh, who is this? I I mean, give give us her full name. No, don't. (laughs) (laughs) But... God, the okay. rage. And like, we've just yeah. learned about a murder. And I'm like, eh. Foxes. But this. Yeah. yeah. And I oh love the goodness. Natural History Museum. It's a really fun place. So <laughs> that's tainted now for both yeah. of us. How could they have thought that she, that she, whatever her name might be, that she was the originator of these foxy notes? Are you as angry as no, I am? I, I feel like it's it, happened to me or something. It's such an... Like, especially like when you're a mad. kid as well. The injustice, like you drew a brilliant picture. Yeah. Someone copied you. They got top marks and you got in trouble. That was a whole like, project. Wasn't it? She did it. Like, oh, a, whole a whole project. A whole like project. A book and everything, yeah. What Jesus Christ. <laughs> and this is why we do this podcast. We got a couple <laughs> questions, Nadia. We have. I yeah. mean, I don't want... How old were you? Uh, eight. I don't Bullshit! Want, I don't want to call an eight-year-old a cunt. <laughs> but it feels apt, doesn't it? It feels right. And she just stood by and let this happen, and she got graded on it, and they yeah. were all, oh, you're fantastic. Oh, yeah, okay, me. did you did you try to defend yourself? Did you say no? It was the other way around. Yep. You did, and what happened? <gasps> they didn't believe me. Did Okay, did you take it any further? Did you tell your parents? I told my mom, yeah. You told your mom. What did your mom do? She wasn't impressed. Oh, <laughs> did she go into the school? I don't think so, no. Oh, fuck that. I mean, look, we all grew up like this. It's sort of like, well, that's yeah. too bad anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she may have. I can't remember. It was 25 years ago. Oh, man. And, and I mean, the big question I think on all our lips is, are you friends with her on Facebook? No. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> but could you be? <laughs> no, she stopped talking to me in, pri- in secondary school. <laughs> she stopped talking to you? I still don't know why. Wow, Maybe she there's... felt guilt for She's probably part. really yeah, guilty. She couldn't live with herself. Could it's... you make a fake Facebook profile? <laughs> 
yeah. friend her and then maybe like pretend to be her Facebook boyfriend. Yes! <laughs> to exact your revenge. <laughs> we need to destroy this woman's life. Yes. <laughs> it's called the anti-Fox mission. Yeah. We're excited. Do you still feel upset at this person? Because we're obviously upset at her. Yes. (laughs) What would you do to her if you could? I think there's probably other issues in the Fox Project at the moment. Oh, whoa. Uh, Whoa. Do you know what? I feel like I was like the other side of this once. Because I remember my friend... Oh, no. I mean, uh, did we go to school together? Oh, no, I, rem- <laughs> I remember my friend, like, I hadn't done my homework and she was like, you can copy mine. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. And she gave it to me just before we went into assembly. And like, I was a bit weird as a kid and I had to do something with my hands. And I sat there in assembly and I ripped this fucking homework into 200 pieces. I was just like, I was just watching Mr. Morris do what, like you another song. Hannah, you're a psychopath. <laughs> oh I mean, my God. I know. I think you should do something to Hannah because... <laughs> I mean, if I give you this bottle... I'll allow it. Will you not? Um, anyway, everybody... Thank you, Nadia. Thank you, Nadia. That made me really angry. Yeah, it touched I the nerve. If I was a superhero, I would go back and undo all the little childhood traumas that we've all had that seem, <laughs> it's like, they seem small, but they're not. None of them are small. They're all yeah. very significant. I love that, though. Could you imagine in that moment that this, this sort of fully grown American woman came into your, your room? With a magic wand. Your school and was just like, no cunt. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, Save a lot of money in therapy. Yes! Oh my god! If you had done the research, you'd know that's not an Arctic fox. <laughs> it could never survive those conditions. I love that superheroes have to sound like this. Well, I c- I've got no segue, so it does for me. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, what are you up to, Mo? Where can we find you? What do you want to plug? Okay, so um, I do gigs like a lot. So you can, and I'm also running my own comedy night called Big Pinkin. Ooh. And the first one is on the 20th of October. It's in Stoke Newington, but you can follow me on Instagram at Mary with the Gold Shoes. Or Twitter at Mary does gigs, but I don't tweet loads. Um, so Instagram is better. But yeah, I'm about. Mary wears the gold shoes and Mary does the gigs. Well, like Mary with the gold shoes, Mary does gigs. Mary does gigs. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Is there a third one? Is there a third one? I just want there to be like a Mary. LinkedIn. You can get me. <laughs> Mary get has me on a job. LinkedIn as Mary well. has a job. I love working. I love working. <laughs> Mary, you're awesome and you asked the big questions. So thank you very much, Mary. Thank you so much for having me. Amazing. Mary O'Connor! Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter, on Facebook and Insta. We are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 